you're not ready for it, but you got to keep going forward. My brother, my lovable brother, Brother Wolf. Hey, uh, Collins, we got news. We have news? Well, I have news. What's up? Another day in retail happened. We're on three now. Within the span of what, six months? Don't don't sip with attitude at me. <sighs> He's not told me anything. I am thoroughly worried about the state of humanity. I am hoping people do better. But knowing what I know, we about to go on a magic carpet ride. So, Brother Wolf, take it away. So, let's go back a little bit, okay? Day in retail one. What did we learn? We learned the price of booty on these streets then went down a lot, tremendously. <laughs> we learned I wasn't their married man. <laughs> day in retail two. What did we learn? We learned that when someone gives you an out, you take that out. So, what is the benchmark that we're learning for a day in retail three? Brother, I'm going to leave you at the end of this story to think long, and you won't want to think hard about it. <laughs> I don't like that you're laughing already. So, I'm going to go back a little bit. I'm going to go back about, mm, i say about two weeks. Two weeks. There is this gentleman that has been frequenting our store and has been constantly, constantly, every single two or three days coming in the store and taking different miscellaneous items out of the store. What do you mean taking? I mean he is um, doing a Robin Hood, except he is the poor and none of the, the uh, in, 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 you know, He's the poor and nobody else he cares about, basically. He's so been leaving out of the store with whatever he wants to take. So why don't you just and say theft? Paying. Yeah, theft. Let, let's call it theft. I was trying to be delicate for sensibilities. So, <laughs> so I'm going to go back a little while because uh, this gentleman has been in our store quite a bit and they have constantly they gave they gave this gentleman a nickname because of the fact that even though I have constantly preached to him to stop what he's doing, to turn over a new leaf, to continue to change his ways and to become a working member of the community, he has constantly not just ignored me, but also has made witty suggestions of innuendos towards me. So they nicknamed him my boyfriend. I could not stand this at all. But so who did you try to knock out first? <laughs> Your co-workers or him? So this has been going on for a while. And it just so happened to be. You got a work husband. <laughs> <laughs> that this one particular day was a, it was a part of of a much bigger picture that day. Okay. The day began with asset protection coming into the store. 
by asset protection, you mean like the the the, the higher ups coming through and like doing an investigation, or yes, yes. So it began with that. It began with asset protection coming into the store, and they were looking over the entire store to find out. We we we've recently gone through a restructuring, and they were trying to find out the best way in order to uh, in order to change the swing of all of the theft that has been going in and out of the stores in the area. So it wasn't just our store. They've been frequenting all of the stores. Okay. okay. And uh, the asset protection manager, one of the things that, you know, everybody was upset about was the fact, you know, uh, it, 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 that, you know, uh, one of the, the pharmacists said this best. The best idea that he could come up with was the fact that we need to order less change for the store. What, what, what do you mean change? So when we order change, we order a box of change because that's what it comes from in the bank. Other oh, than you, that, mean, the bank you mean silver and coins and stuff? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. A box of change is about, uh, if it's pennies, it's like $50 worth or something like okay. that. Uh, if it's nickels, it's like $100 worth of, of, of nickels. He says, instead of ordering that whole amount, just in case something happens, we need to order you know, less than that. I don't know what stores he's used to, maybe country stores or something like that, but that don't just work in the city because we run out of change so fast, it's unbelievable, particularly at my store. Okay, I'm following what you're putting down so far. Keep on going. So not just did he come in, also at the same point in time, Alcohol and tobacco came in to investigate the store. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh. Which alcohol, tobacco, ATF or ATC? ATF. ATF, ATF is federal. Well, n no, not ATF. ATC, I'm sorry. Okay, so that's Louisiana State. Yeah, Louisiana right. State came in. Right. And they came in in order to check to make sure all of our permits were fine and everything like that, to check and make sure that uh, we, we all were up to date. We had all of our licenses together and all that other stuff. And this one, shout out to him. He was actually a decent one. Uh, he knew most of it. He even knew the officers that came in. He knew he he knew uh, OC. He knew uh, uh, big OC, little OC. He knew uh, De Detective D. He knew everybody. Okay. Um, uh, uh, so he he knew all the people. And you know, even though we had certain things that were going on in the store. Um, he was very polite about it, and he was like, hey, you know, this is a small infraction. I'm not going to really go against y'all on this. You know, I see that y'all have y'all licenses, even though you didn't have one printed out, but you're good, you know, and everything like so that. So you got that. I'm assuming you took care of that immediately. So Yes, yes, yes. So it is printed out now and everything like that. Okay. Then this knucklehead comes in. Which knucklehead? Your, your work husband? This gentleman, and I use that term loosely, comes in, and I am in the back talking to asset protection, and I hear a call from, uh, let's call her uh, Jay, one of, the, uh, one of the cashiers that we have at the store. And she's like, your friend is here. <laughs> I say... My friend is here. She's like, yeah, your friend. <laughs> like, Why did you sashay at me? <laughs> so she says, yeah, he's here. I'm like, 
Well, you know, I have plenty of uh, of of just regular friends. They're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? <laughs> she Sounds says, like you in trouble. <laughs> so she says, come out of the room and, 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 and see him. So I go out of the room and I see this um, gentleman, and I use that term <laughs> rather loosely, <laughs> with a, uh, a, a, a shawl wrapped around um, his or her face and nothing but two little eyes peering out from out of it and walking down the aisle, twitching from side to side <laughs> and basically doing their best job to shop back and forth so they're, they're they're just you know taking their time and painstakingly pull everything out of the all out of the aisle I'm so sorry. you have a problem with people being happy while they shop yeah uh, uh, apparently because we know this one does not ever go to the register so let me make sure i understand i've this. seen him still in arizona <laughs> times is rough <laughs> Was it the gallon at least? Well, please say it was the no, gallon. No, 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 no. A 99-cent can. I <laughs> you have no respect for anything if you steal a 99-cent can of Arizona. <laughs> Maybe he forgot every time. <laughs> it's possible. I, 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 so wait, let's, let, let, let's back up. You got this man wearing a shema, a shawl, like, he's literally looked like he's doing the worst bank robbery known to man. Like, he's painfully obvious. Yes. Yes. And just sitting up there whistling while doing it. Did anybody put it on TikTok? <laughs> like, let's just be real at this point. If you're going to do it, let's just get all the video evidence. So, what winds up happening is, while this is going on, one of the other uh, supervisors in the store... Uh, let's call this gentleman D. That's SFLD. Let's call him that. He's in the store and he has already gotten a picture of the other gentleman that was in the store and he has already sent it to our local favorite officer who just so happens to be right across the street at the time. And because this other gentleman is taking so long sashaying through the store basically <laughs> getting whatever they want to get at the time he has the perfectly good amount of time to just drive right across the street over to the other store okay <laughs> so he gets right across there and he gingerly parks behind the store do you know where this is going I don't want to. <laughs> I've been to your store, and I'm putting the setup in my head. So we've got somebody uh, cavorting and gallivanting around, doing the most painstakingly, pitifully poor job of theft, or pilfering. Mm -hmm. I should have kept mm -hmm. up the alliteration. And then we've got uh, law enforcement that's setting the most unnecessary, <laughs> diabolical trip. Were there spike strips or, like, glue? <laughs> like, how Looney Tunes is this? So, you know, uh, this, this gentleman at this point is grabbing, you know, air mattresses off the aisle. Gentlemen? You're still using gentlemen? <laughs> yeah. 
He's grabbing the air mattresses off the aisle. He's getting, you know, any whatever clothes. He, he took his time to get a, a, a Eleanor McMain um, um, sweatshirt. You know, took uh, took uh, you know his time to get all of the different it, foods that he wants. He gets glue. He gets some stuff from off of the the the, the condoms and hygiene out. I don't even want to know. He gets, <laughs> he gets stuff from all over the place. And so, of course, when I walk out there and I see him and I look directly at him and he looks directly at me. And then I, 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 I was like, OK, then. And I walked clean off because I said I have told him four, five times that this day was coming. And he ignored me each and every time. I I, I I was like, you you don't realize what you're doing in this community. You don't realize that this path that you're on is only going to lead you one way. You know, he told me, he's like, one day you're going to look back at the conversations you have with me and you're going to thank me for being there. I said, huh? Thank him. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Wait, 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 wait. I know sometimes I've been drunk before. I know sometimes I've gotten easy questions wrong in life. This simple motherfucker <laughs> has the audacity <laughs> to say, I'm going to thank him for being there and him for talking to me, even though I'm the one sitting up there telling him he needs to change his life around. He needs to find something better to do with his life. And the last conversation I had with him, those were my exact words. You need to change your life around. You need to find something better to do with life. You need to find a way in order to turn your life into something else while you have a chance. And he continued to sit there and ignore every warning that I gave him. So let me back up a second. You backed up. I'm backing up. What did we learn in a, a day in retail, too? When you have the out, take it. So y'all are playing the worst game of Mexican standoff poker known to man. <laughs> y'all are both ifing at each other. And in New Orleans, you will always get your gangster tested. We know that. That is the standard of our city. You don't have to like it. You have to understand it. So he feels one way, you feel another way. It's a zero-sum game. There is no room for compromise or maneuvering. And what he doesn't know is there's somebody outside with a badge and a gun and video evidence of his tomfoolery. And shenanigans. We could have said foolishness and fuckery for all this. We know yeah. what it is. <laughs> so... He after he finishes getting all of the stuff out of the store, everything. But he, boy, he literally is walking it out of. He the is walking through the store, getting because nobody at this point, we're all ignoring him. At this point, we're letting him get everything in which he wants, because he has been warned on several occasions. Mm. I really, really. You got to finish first. Before we go there, you got to finish first. <laughs> Continue to regale me with nonsense. So after he finishes getting everything out, grabs some alcohol on the way out to, uh, opens up one of our packs of alcohol and just grabs about two of those uh, out of a pack of four. I'm like, why break open the pack? You know, <laughs> at that point. Are you having a victory DUI? <laughs> like, dude, you just going the full nine. <laughs> So I hope I ho <laughs> I'm I'm trying not to jump the gun. I see where this is going, but I hope they caught him for that too. 
<laughs> if you're gonna be that brazen and stupid, that skullduggerous, you know, basically. So finally getting everything, slowly, no speed, walks out the store with the basket full of items on them. And no receipt. No receipt, of course, because he didn't even he the only thing he did was he looked at the register and waved at everybody as he was walking out the door. The balls on them. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the fifth wall weeby is coming on me. Let me find out where you stay. I'm going to walk out of your house. Mm. <laughs> all right. All right. I apologize. I, I'm speaking very out of pocket. Continue. So once they get uh, once he gets out there, he now has a rolling basket. So what happens when he has the rolling basket? He gets a certain distance outside the thing, and he is not paying attention because guess what? The cop car is now behind him. Are you serious? Yes. Are you seriously telling me this motherfucker looney tuned himself? One of the technicians, why, was sitting up there, and he walks by that technician, and she looks at him like, I am not going to do anything to stop you. Your path is already set. <laughs> so, goes down there, goes down the, uh, goes down the, the, the sidewalk, and as they get down the sidewalk, all of a sudden, the lights go on. <laughs> so, That's the sound of the police. Woo, woo. And so what does he do? He takes it, grabs the air mattress, and throws it. <laughs> At who? Is he on the sidewalk? Is he in the parking lot? He's on the sidewalk, and he throws the air mattress behind him. So you, you, we just reviewed Twisted Metal, not Twisted Metal. Seriously. He threw an air mattress at a cruiser. Does he know how stupid he is? I hope y'all got video of him getting stomped out. So, wait, 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 wait. Did he throw the condoms at him? Because that's, that's biological warfare. The cops have the right to go ahead and... So, all of a sudden, after he throws the uh, after he throws the air mattress and everything, the cop gets out the car, and he at this point, with a basket full of items, that now he has worked his way into a backpack that I guess he thought he was gonna hide it in the backpack. Well, wait, while the cop was behind him, because he didn't know the cop was watching him the entire time, throw everything in the backpack. Basically, the cop car was. He was walking like this. The cop car was right there. <laughs> well, wait, let's back up a second. Let's back up a second. I am not a thief. I am not a professional thief. I don't condone thievery. I'm not trying to go ahead and give people advice on how to thieve. But if you have a backpack, wouldn't you bring it in the store and load it up? <laughs> he waited until he got outside the store and loaded it up. So you just all kinds of simple. <laughs> This motherfucker can't do better if he tries. So. And this is your husband. This is who you married to. Oh, shut up. <laughs> so what winds up happening is after that happens, the guy, he, he, he basically has a defeated look on his face because he knows it, it, there's nothing else that he can do. So at that point, he puts his hands up in the air and he turns towards the officer. 
And the officer just looks at him and just shakes his head. Because <laughs> he still has the shawl wrapped around him. <laughs> Is he whistling? <laughs> no, the whistling stopped at that point. <laughs> when the cop call sign went on, he stopped whistling. <laughs> so he skipped to his loo, mm-hmm. up and down the aisles, stealing a little bit of this, a little bit of that. You could go with this, so you could go with that. <laughs> Opened up. Uh, 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 a four pack, which that, that is just disrespectful. <laughs> Walked out, having attitude with everybody. You you probably got priors at this point, like for the amount of. Uh, you haven't heard one of the best parts about it. So as oh, uh, uh, there's more. Yes. So as Officer C was searching through his uh his backpack full of our items, what does he pull out? Heroin needles. With heroin in them. I would have stopped. I would have just dumped that shit on the ground. <laughs> I'm not trying to get stuck from this nasty somebody. But, this is the thing. After he pulls it out, he's like, he's like, you could have told me you had that in the backpack. Because, <laughs> of course, he was pissed off. Because he's like, if that would have stuck me. <laughs> you you got a few days off. You got a few days off. The one time you can do heroin on the job and get away with it. So wait, 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 wait. You're going to do one crime and what? have another one with you. What is the mandatory sentence? Th- isn't heroin a mandatory sentence? Yeah. What's the mandatory sentence on it? Uh, I I am not aware, brother. I'm not aware. I, so I, I, know, I, I know. In, instead of just getting your little bit for shoplifting now you're going all the way down rose Ro- boy i'm going <laughs> down <laughs> you is, is, seriously yeah seriously hold on hold on how many of y'all laughed at him everybody everybody and none of y'all the, took the, none the, of y'all the, took the, pictures uh, of video uh, the, the asset, None of y'all took pictures the, of even either. the asset protection gentleman was like, he had what in the bag? <laughs> like, you heard me. <laughs> Did the needles come from y'all from beforehand? <laughs> yeah, and he bought them from the store. Yeah, absolutely. I want to say something about just desserts and comeuppance, but this dude just, I guess the, the concerning part is not the fact that this individual did it and did it multiple times, is that didn't feel there was going to be any sort of he had gotten humongously comfortable that's what it was was he had gotten comfortable in what he was doing the entire time and it happens to all of them they get extremely comfortable and they just decide i'm going to keep doing it and doing it and doing it until i get caught so and and while he was stuffed in the back of the cop car he looked at me that had to go out there and grab all of the stuff that was taking oh, oh, almost. It was around. That's contaminated. That's heroin products now. It's around $240 worth of stuff. I had gloves on, of course, at that point. Well, well I don't have the heroin needles because he paid for those, I'm pretty sure. Well, we're going to consider it as he paid for them because he has to get those from behind the counter. We actually have to sell those to him. But they're insulin needles. But at the same point in time, um, well, I was going to say, if your store pre-sells heroin. You know, <laughs> no, insulin. But, of course, they, they use it for other things. Nefarious purposes, yes. So as he's in the back of the cop car, 
and I'm get gathering everything with my gloves on. He looks at me and he says, I'm sorry. You fucking right, you sorry. <laughs> you the sorriest motherfucker I've seen today. <laughs> so please tell me you did the most Eddie Guerrero thing <laughs> and put your hands up and started saying, nah, 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 nah. I waved by and I walked up. I walked up into the uh, back into the store and I counted down the amount, which was about $240 worth of merchandise that he had on him. Was the air mattress still in good condition? Uh, I put that thing right back out there. <laughs> well, we know that you touched by the needle, so yeah, we're fine with that. So no, no bloodshed, no nonsense. Just nope. somebody who was so, so ballsy. They had gotten so com, and it happens all the time. The comfortability level is there. They get into doing it again and again and again and again. And 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 to be honest with you, even some of the people that uh, uh, that get caught after they get caught, they spend three months in jail. Sometime a week later, they're back in our stores. And what happens? They get caught again. And now these people know where they live. The police know where they live. The thing is, they have police that don't even come to the store anymore. Once you give them a name, they go to their house and they just pick them up when they get there. That's intelligent and a fucking shame. Exactly. So, we, do you want to segue into what I wanted to talk about a while back? Absolutely, brother. So, one of the saddest things in recent history was when the Chicago Walmart got looted and the woman was going through the aisles with the camera and lamenting over the fact that everything, like, if, if, it, if it wasn't nailed down, it was, they probably would have took the damn aisles and the shelves they could. Right. And what's going to happen is that people don't understand that you are not, if we quote Milton Friedman, a business's only job is to generate a profit. And if they can do that without ha providing you AC and stores and a good experience, they're going to do that. What's going to happen is the inner cities are going to be painfully, painfully, and woefully blighted. Only people going to be living here are going to be people with, who have armed guards. You're not going to get to go inside of a store. I was talking with a, with a cat I know who let me know. He went down to the VA. He said, okay, I got like a few hours to kill. Let me go over here. He went to the corner store to get some chips and a drink, you know, waste some time. He walked up. He couldn't get into the store. He said, hey, can I get an X and a Y and a Z? They got it, put it behind the glass, put his money up, turnstile, counted it. Then it came out. And it's like, well, I, this obviously is not a good neighborhood. I can't even go inside the store. No, you can't. No one owes you anything. And that's the part people are not understanding. So if you keep going ahead and boosting and thieving and stealing, all that's going to happen is these companies are going to say, this is no longer viable. This is no longer profitable. We don't have to serve this community. And now what do you do? Have to drive four or five hours away? Now nah, it's not four or five hours, but if you have to drive away to where that's not commonplace, you know what's going to happen? When you get arrested, that's not going to be a misdemeanor. They're putting you with felonies. They're going to right. try to find a way to put priors together and attach more to you. And then now it's going to be not three months. It's going to be a year. 
maybe two years. And now what you're going to do? Because you know you could go ahead and possibly live, do a three-month bid and be still all right. A year bid, you just lost your place. You just lost your car. All your stuff. <laughs> and you know you're not going to have no money. All for what? Yeah. And, and it's, it frightens me to see how many people are using boosting as the standard. I mean, it, it, like I said, the the thing is, they aren't even realizing that they're falling into the trap. They aren't even realizing that every time in which you get pictures of them or every time they're on video taking things or every time this has happened, they, uh, the police aren't dumb. They are putting together all of these cases, all of these situations, all of these decisions that you, bad decisions that you've been making. And eventually they rack it all up and they put it all up, put a book in front of the DA and say, this is everything. And like I said, I've seen it that it never fails. They come back, they get caught. And their lives are a constant Every time in which they, uh, they, their lives, they spend more of their life in jail than they do out of it. So let's not just, we, we were recognizing a problem. Mm -hmm. People are stealing. Let's go for the next question. Why? Are prices that painful or are they trying to do Captain Get Over? I think it may be a combination of both. But I also think that the, the issue is, is the fact that, you know, they just, it would be something. And I've told this, I've told this to people before. Um, if a person is stealing food or a person is stealing something like that in order to continue their life or something, you know, I feel sorry. I feel more sorry for that person. I actually feel as though... That person needs more help. You know, I'm, I may go up to the officer and be like, hey, this person was taking this or something. There is a guy. Um, there's a guy that comes to our store. He's been in jail three times now. He steals formula sometimes out of the store. But we happen to know, based off of information from the officers that have arrested him before, that his baby mother said that he has never bought any formula for his child. So he's stealing the formula and selling it for drugs to somebody, and he's letting his child starve at home. Think about that. I, I'm looking at you, Danny. I, I don't want to because that means this is proof of how bad drugs alters your mindset. Right. I... Mm. <laughs> so I, I know I, I'm, I wasn't ready for that dude like I know it happens I've seen this I've heard it before I've seen the stories I just wasn't ready for that level of idiocy so drugs are part of the problem but in addition to that problem do we have a lack of skills do we have lack of jobs, lack of wages, you know what I mean? I mean, I think it has something to do, 
uh, and and I've said it. I've said had this conversation with my brother before. I think it has something to do with a lack of the community getting involved into it in a certain extent. You like know? I'm helping a friend yeah. move out, and they had a bunch of stuff they're trying to get rid of—a bookshelf, or this, or that, and the third. I don't need any of it. I wish I knew people who was like, man, you know, I lost my only pot. You know what I mean? It, it cracked or whatever, and I need a, giving away kitchenwares. You know what I mean? Giving away this. This is the kind of stuff where you wish you could find somebody. Like I wish we had better donation centers besides Goodwill. So that way when people need stuff, like you go to the church, man, here's a year's worth of baby clothes. The baby is, you know, is three years old, not going back to one years old. Save it for the next people, you know. You give that to a baptism gift. How's that for an example of something we can do that's positive and you won't have to steal for something unless you're doing it for drugs, in which case you're chasing after the never-ending fix and you're never going to get anywhere. Right. So besides his record, nobody was hurt. It's just one of those you can't make this up. Right, brother. So, like I said, a day in retail three, I'm not even sure at this point, you know, what what is the true lesson learned? Um, I guess it's the fact that uh, when you start noticing everybody stepping away, that probably means that something is going to happen. I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll make it easier. <laughs> Look before you leap. It's too good to be true. All that glitters is not gold. Right. You know, I mean, that's painful i uh just making it one worse there is a large preponderance of if you use needles you use dirty needles and then more stuff can happen to you what would have happened if you got a bug up your ass you like man give me this shit back and you tried to snatch it and you would have got stuck with a needle yeah i hope you go ahead and tell this to your people be like hey this is why we don't go in bags or touch things we're not trying to get you stuck for nothing, you know? I mean, I can guarantee you uh, them and me, based off of previous experience, um, know not to go reaching into bags. Like <laughs> I said, I hear you, but you know when somebody's angry, sometimes right. things you, just you happen. You never know. Because I, I, I have seen, you know, um, coworkers get frustrated before and, like you said, just yank it away. And then they, they yank it away, there's a chance something could fall out and accidentally you know do something or something like that but um like i said uh that gentleman will be gone for quite a time and it is because of really poor decisions in a really bad day in retail i mean <laughs> one y'all are safe you're safe mm -hmm. but <laughs> we gotta find a better solution dude because if it's this endemic and an epidemic, I believe both terms are applicable. Apropos. Yeah, we're, we're, we're not going to solve this in a day. But you can be aware of what's happening. Make sure your head's on the swivel and not have the police inching behind you <laughs> like the spiders and eight-legged freaks. <laughs> I mean, essentially, it's, uh, what was it, elephant ambush all over again? <laughs> it's an elephant I'm, hiding behind I'm the tree. <laughs> If you don't understand the reference, type MTG <laughs> Elephant Ambush. And when you put it in there, you're going to be like, and he thought he could hide? 
<laughs> this is like Kings of Comedy with Ray Carruth. I'm already hiding. We, we, sure, that's what you're doing. Good job. Keep up the work. Well, I'm sorry that we've got this man who thinks that's a good choice. I'm sorry y'all had to deal with that frustration. I'm sorry that it's likely that the policymakers are already putting things in motion. So the only question I have is that can y'all push for the policymakers of your store to say, hey, this is a problem. If we had a, a one more step, we could get rid of that element and we can make it a better store. Or is that going to be too much uh, cost and therefore they're not going to do it? Well, uh, here's, here's the thing. So um, corporations are privy to things about cost and profit that even at a store manager level, which I'm, I'm not even at that level, but even at a store manager level, we aren't privy to. So the, the, the thing is, is that um, what they've deemed as the necessary ventures that we are going to have to do is essentially what they do in a lot of stores in Chicago that you mentioned earlier mm -hmm. in Detroit and places like that is uh, they've taken to the pattern of locking up uh, merchandise after merchandise after merchandise until eventually there is nothing unlocked. And that looks like that's the the path that they're going down. And like I said, that's what it looks like is going to happen where everything's going to be locked down and you can't get anything. It's going to be, you go up to, <laughs> retail stores are going to be like uh, uh, fast food stores. You go to the kiosk and say, I need, you know, a box of condoms, some ibuprofen, and a box of liquor. You know what I mean? Because I'm, I'm, this is a motel night. Okay, it is what it is. Uh, I need... Uh, pampers for the baby and to pick up my medicine and somebody's going to come out with it once you swipe your card at the kiosk. Nothing's happening until you do that. Mm -hmm. And this is the, the, the harsh reality that's going to happen. So if y'all don't act right, <clears throat> let me put it easier. People forget how many things are privileges and not rights. So mm -hmm. once you get that through your head, I think you'll be better off and understand that maybe your best behavior is what you need to be on. Absolutely. Sounds like closing time to me, brother. Sound like he was already closed up. <laughs> Locked up, won't let him out. Uh, that man won't have a drink for quite a while. And that's as tall as you are. Thank you for listening to the Benchmark Podcast, a product of Benchmark Media, LLC, where we always attempt to establish a positive benchmark. We would like to remind everyone that the views and opinions expressed are strictly the views and opinions of each individual, and those views do not reflect the stance of Benchmark Media. Any opinion stated is not to be construed as professional advice or help. Please contact a professional for any help you may require. We would like to thank all of our guests for today and also for contributions of our listening family. Remember to contact us at the Real Benchmark Podcast at gmail.com or www.therealbenchmarkpodcast.com. Or you can follow us on social media, Facebook, or Instagram. And if you'd like to be a friend of the show, you can donate to us on our PayPal. You can give me a drink. All rights reserved by Benchmark Media, LLC.